Yeah, we'll just wing it. That's what I meant by the same way we do everything. We'll just wing it. How do you start? This is an explicit podcast. <laughs> you must be 18 or older to listen. I'm Angie. I'm Jay. We're the average. Swingers. You say that every time. Average. Yeah. So we were good. We got it. Oh, you Nailed it. Okay, Nailed right. it. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, Edit. Yeah. <laughs> Edit my ass. <laughs> we can't. I like your ass. It's so cute. And it's I'm white, not... apparently, because someone pointed that out Saturday night. In the pool? Jay's ass. No, you got out to go pee, and that's all you could oh, see. Oh, no. She said it looks ass. like you still have a bathing suit on because you're so white. Because, no, you weren't even there. You were outside of the pool. I, I heard her. She said, his axe is so white. Anyways. Uh, that's not what we're talking about right now. Oh. This is a different show. It's, a it's very, not a different show. It's, it's a, still the Average Swingers. It's a time. very special episode of the Average Swingers. It is a super special episode. Hopefully this one won't crash our site. <laughs> Again. Again. Uh, not that we don't want you to download. Keep downloading. Love these droppers. You guys keep downloading. But, uh, yeah. Um, oh, well, that's a question we should have posed. When you can... Dang, Yeah. When, uh, yeah, the last show kind of crashed the website, so that took us down for a couple of days, and um, still working on it. But anyway, we um, got an email about a month ago from an author named Daniel Stern. About the other Daniel Stern. The other Daniel Stern. I don't know the first Daniel Stern, because we're not readers, so that, that was all right. Uh, I'm not a reader. Well, anyway... <laughs> We uh, got an email from Daniel Stern. He wrote a book called Swingland. And he asked if uh, we'd be interested in talking to him about it. And I informed him that, you know. We need, one, we need to read the book. And, uh, and two, if we didn't like it, nothing against him, but we don't do anything negative on our show. Yeah. So we wouldn't talk about it. But I started reading it, and it's apparently I suck at reading because it was putting me to sleep. And then you started reading well, it. You only, read most of it. The only time I read the whole thing. The only oh, time you read you is when you're laying down in bed before you're ready to go to sleep. Exactly. But, well, okay, I didn't read then. I read at work, I can't on read the plane, and all that stuff. And so I was able to read it, and it, yeah, read it was it. a very good book. He's, was, he's good. And, and like Jay tried to point out to me I was, as I was reading it, is that he was pointing out stuff that was obvious to me. Because it's it's uh, because memoirs. Uh, well, he talks about it in talks, a second. Yeah, You'll find talk, out. He talks about it, but he, Jay, as Jay said, um, it probably wasn't something that grasped my attention per se, real quick, because he was telling me stuff I already knew. However, it's it's good for some people who don't know. Yes, I I intend to uh, start preaching everybody that's a newbie and has questions to uh, to, to, to purchase yeah. the book and read it on yes, Amazon because yes. um, Swingland on Amazon because it's a. Uh, it's good. It'll it'll help you. It's informative, and you take away from it whatever you want. It's not uh, it's not right or wrong. It's not black and white. It's what it's his it's his perspective on it, and that's how it should be. But it also gives good detail on um, good outline on what swinging is and on what, what you it should is expect. and rules and guidelines and stuff. That you know, it's good. It's from a single guy's perspective, but it fits for everybody. It's not just something for a single guy to read. All right, now without any further ado, we'll go to Daniel.
of Swingland. Tell us a little bit about what Swingland is. Uh, Swingland is a memoir slash how-to about the swing lifestyle told from a single male's point of view because that's what I was when I, you know, when I, during the course of this book I was single male, still am a single male. Uh, and so yeah, it, it, and even though it's from a single male's point of view, it's applicable to couples or single women, uh, also uh, anybody who's interested in you know starting a group or stuff like that. It's, it's accessible to all different people who are interested, um, as well as people that are just not necessarily looking to take part, but just be sort of a voyeur into that world, which is an often, in, in my experience, an often misunderstood subculture. Yes, Vo- it, voyeurism. No, uh, no. swing, 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 swing in general. Okay. In general. okay. It is very misunderstood. Everybody thinks you just, you know, so you say you're a swinger. Well, your wife wants to fuck me. No, no, my wife doesn't want to fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Well, she may. <laughs> Hang on, let me talk to you a little bit. We'll find out. It's just not that fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, was, I tried to write down a few things. I'm not very good at it, so. Okay. Uh, oh, how long have you been swinging before you started writing a book and... That, well, I don't know how frame. long you write a book. Yeah. Time frame from your book to, to actuality. So, uh, I started when I was, how long ago was that? About nine, ten years ago is when I started. And, um, in fact, the book starts before I actually knew that there was such a thing as a lifestyle. Like, I basically started because I sucked at sex. I was horrendous, and all the sex I had was in relationships, I'd never had casual sex, and so I was really sort of looking for batting practice, and soon into that exploration, I discovered somebody mentioned this thing called the lifestyle, and I went, oh, I want to go there, and that's, I, you know, for a single male, it takes a little time as well, so it was probably about six weeks until I started getting responses to emails, and then probably... I think it was like about four or five months before I had an actual experience. And uh, so that had been going. I was probably in the lifestyle about five or six years before I even thought about writing a book. Um, in fact, I, I did not think, I was, there was no way I was going to do it. You know, I, I didn't even think about it because it was just, it's such a private thing. But there were uh, a couple of, of my vanilla friends who I told a couple stories to. And they were just riveted by the, you know, what I had to tell them. I thought, oh, well, maybe there's something there, and it can kind of reach out to other people because they weren't swinging. And then, in addition to that, having been in the lifestyle for, you know, five or six years at that point, I could see elements of the lifestyle that were in need of a little bit of help, most notably the single men. And I thought, well, if I can write something that in essence, educates them that I can better the lifestyle for the people that were so nice to me. So it's, in a sense, sort of a love letter to the lifestyle because it was so nice for me. Yeah. Well, when you first contacted us, I was, I told you I wanted to read your book, and if I didn't like your message that you were putting out with your book, that I wouldn't talk to you because I don't want to bash the lifestyle. Obviously, I liked it, all right, because we're here talking, so... Well, you know, was, that I, I yeah. you know, paid you a lot of money. And, no. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the cash is rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> I got no money in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, I, I really think the, um, after reading your book, it, it does come off with the uh, single male point of view. And obviously it should because you're single male. Yeah. So, 
but I was reading it, I'm like, oh, there's several people that I'm like going, okay, the newbies we met that I was like, okay, they can, they can read this and answer some of these questions they got. There was actually a guy at work who um, figured out that I'm in the lifestyle. And he was, how do I get into that? I have no idea how you would get into that. I know it ain't easy. That's what I know. Yeah. You want to know about single guys? It ain't easy. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's funny you said that, you know, that there was people that you know in the lifestyle, oh, they could learn something from that. I actually got an email today from a wife uh, and said that, that she really enjoyed, she and her husband really enjoyed the book. They met a pair of newbies who were really hesitant, and so obviously they were, uh, you know, they, they didn't push them or, or, or anything, yeah. but they did recommend my book to them, and I guess they went and bought it, and now they're in the middle of reading it and really helping them. So that's that's nice to hear when I get emails like that. It, it, it's, a, it's a good stepping stone for somebody who is on the verge of, should I, should I not? What You know, I, I don't trust people to answer my questions honestly. Let me let me see what I can find here. Yeah, I, you know, that's a good point because... Um, you know, not to give like a, a history of swinging because I'm not qualified to do that. But I, I do know, you know, probably in the 60s or 70s, you, you basically had a few clubs or you had the, the classifieds and magazines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you really had to show up in person and it was just trial by fire. But that sort of evolved into the Internet where now people can, in, in essence, sort of dip a digital toe into it. They can kind of see what people are like and they don't really have to give up that private, that uh, their anonymity. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, the book is, well, does that, but it also gives more details into that so they can really see if they want to take that next step. Yes. It's, it's very, it's very good. How long is Swingland, when did it get released? Uh, October of 2013. Okay. So less, less than, than it's less than a year old. Yes. I love the little gummy bears, by the way. I, yeah, you know, you know what's really funny about that? So. That was like my my first, when I first saw the book, I was like, oh, the gummy bears are so cute. So. People do love the gummy bears. I think it's a really good idea because my publisher, we were talking about covers, like my idea, because it's it's out in hardback and ebooks, yeah. and they said, well, we want a cover that people in New York are not afraid to read on the subway. Right. I said, well, why don't you have a dust jacket that's reversible? So yeah. you have the, if you want something that's a little more risque, yeah. but then you can reverse it. Yeah. And he, was, he just thought, eh, I don't know if we want to go that route they found these gummy bears people love them that that's awesome he used to have a shirt and had trolls on it you know when trolls were popular yeah and it had all the different sex positions of the trolls and i loved the shirt but eventually he outgrew it so we had to throw it away but (laughs) but i (laughs) love the concept of the gummy bears doing the same thing yeah it's it sort of softens the the subject matter yes it does and it makes it fun but I, I do tell people that have young kids, just make sure they don't get a hold of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about us. Yeah. How much about candy? <laughs> no, no, it's not about candy. <laughs> Depends on your version of candy. All right. Well, you said you're still single. Yes. If you ever do get a long-term partner, are you going to want them to swing? You know, I, I get asked that. and You just did. Yeah, I know, right? You just got asked that. <laughs> um... No, and the th- the thing is, it's a, when I think of it as a, when I think of relationships, that's between two people, and so it's whatever those two people want. What I think though is that I don't want a woman because I'm a boring straight male, so no guys, but um, I don't want a woman that it sort of just dismisses that subculture out of hand. 
because that's very judgmental, and I think that that's indicative of a bigger personality trait that I don't like. Right. So it's not that I need a woman in a relationship who will swing, because it's not like I need to do it all the time. I enjoy it with the right people in the right time. Um, but to me, you know, an a, a intimate relationship, it's, it doesn't hinge upon swing. So in other words, if you get in a relationship and it, something, maybe, it all depends on the woman and what your relationship is. Yes. You really, you really don't know until you get in that long-term relationship. Yeah. That's kind of what I heard from that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I, that's it, true. It that's a is, very good answer. If it's something it that yes. she may enjoy, it's, a, it's, a, it's something you can talk about as a couple at that point. That's a, that's, I'm glad you said that because it's a personal decision exactly. and you have to have, be doing it for the right reason. And if you're not strong in your relationship as a couple, it's not going to work. Exactly. The, the couples I find that swing to try and salvage a relationship all they do is they end up accelerating its demise. Exactly, yes. yes. Swinging will either, that's what everybody says, swinging will either really, really enhance your relationship or it will completely and totally destroy it. Yes. And either way, it's going to do it very quickly and you'll figure it out. Yes. So if you want to know one way or the other, it's a great thing to give it a shot. <laughs> find, Just, find, find guinea pigs who are willing, though. <laughs> Don't... Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't just leap in willy nilly. Exactly. Well, I, again, I can't speak from a couple's point of view. Yeah. You know, but you know, from a single male's point of view, there's you don't you can throw caution to the wind a little more. You know, because I'm just looking. You know, what do I want? What what would be exciting for me? Mm-hmm. Whereas a couple, I mean, the difficulty is exponentially harder. Just because you're not looking from your point of view, you're looking from your spouse's point of view, and you're looking from as a couple. That point of view, so yeah. that just becomes so much more difficult. Yeah. I've heard so many. Uh, you guys prob- probably have these as well. Just how hard it is for couples to find couples that they like. Yeah, it's it's well, rare it's... that you find two a couple who likes both of the other couple. It's it's a rare commodity. Yes, it, it's a hard search, and then you um, after you find a couple you actually like, then you got to make sure the um, other part works the way you want it to work. Because if you both get in there and then the sex isn't good, then, you know, we will. Then you just found two new friends you're not going to be sleeping with a lot because... Yeah. So... <laughs> I, I would think, you know, from a single male's point of view, what you have to get used to very quickly and build up immunity to is rejection. I would think maybe from a couple's point of view, what you have to build up immunity to is disappointment. Uh, it's rejection too. You reject rejection, yeah, well. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you don't have just two people who want to have sex with you or one and two people have to prove you. Now there's four in there versus three. Right. You're already into the couple. Yeah, they only got. A, they only. It's yeah. a husband and wife that only need to approve you. Now, right. if you had a partner with you, they have to approve you and your it's partner. It's got to go four ways. So now, all of a sudden, point. they have two people that so, they need to be okay with instead of just one person. You know. So yeah, it's harder for you because it's just harder for guys to break in because most people are looking for girls for one thing. And and which I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you know, Jay always says this thing: if you don't get rejected enough, you ain't shooting high enough. Yeah, if you go out and you're batting 100%, you're screwing other people. You need or, to, or you, or need to rethink this. Or yeah. you don't have a high self-esteem and you need to maybe build yourself up a little bit more to be somewhere else or go 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 higher with your standards. That's a good point. Yeah. So this lifestyle is all about rejection. So yeah, and how you take it. Take yeah. it. Take it well. Please take it well. <laughs> Please yeah, take it well. The, the, one of the, <laughs> the things I hear most often. Uh, 
people complaining about single males is, you know, they'll email that they're interested. They'll email a couple that they're interested, and the couple will politely reject them, and the single male will feel it's necessary to respond in a very aggressive, rude manner. We were with a couple, um, out with a couple, <clears throat> that um, there was already a couple red flags, but the guy talked to me, and I was trying to be nice. We gave him a second chance. They were new. Yeah. And uh, the last straw was we were sitting there, and the girls were out there dancing on the dance floor, and he was talking to me, and he was telling me about um, uh, a couple that he emailed and that they were interested in, and that couple sent him back a polite thing and said, you know, I don't think we're looking for the compatible. same things, you know. Yeah. We're compatible. It's pretty much that crap, uh, easy response, you yeah. generic response. Yeah. All right, yeah. The canned response. Which is, yeah. which is crap, but yeah, you know, at least they were nice enough to send something back instead of just leaving it out in the air, right? Yeah. And this guy replied that his answer to that was, well, then you must be a fag looking for some gay guy or something. And he was laughing. He thought that was the funniest thing that he said that to somebody. And I went, yeah. I just looked at him and said, why would you do that to somebody who was trying to be nice, nice and let you know that they just weren't interested? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Don't answer. It doesn't matter. And I got up, walked out to the dance floor, said, we're leaving. We're done. I can't, I can't deal with this person. I, that's just... And it, I mean, it's, it's good to cut bait like that. Just, well, it, I that's just rude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and... Yeah. That's why I said you take so, it well, even if even if it doesn't feel well. Like when someone rejects you, nobody likes to be rejected. No one yeah. goes out and looks for it. Just take it in a way. Okay, thank you for responding, and then move on. And then that's the best way I think to do it. But when you respond with a curt, defensive remark or something like that, it tends to draw negatively to that couple who are in then turn going to tell somebody. Or that else, male. Right. Yeah, they're going to tell somebody else. Spreads like wildfire. Yes, yep. and then, hence the reason, single men get a bad reputation. And you know, it's interesting, <laughs> which is very true. It's interesting is when I would get either the canned response or just a, a rejection, I would respond politely and say, well, thank you so much for the response. Have a great time. Play safe. All that stuff. A few of those times, they would say, oh, oh well, so you, you seem nice. And we'd end up corresponding, and sometimes we'd end up playing. Yeah. Just because you're just being nice. Yeah, and it's an honest response for yeah. most people. And then that it also brings out the, the true nature of the person. Yes. You lost your... Yeah, I let it go off. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Oh, in your book, the one thing I read that I was, like, really surprised about is you were talking about people in their profiles uh, actually disclosing that they have uh, herpes or some of their children disease. I, I have never, ever experienced that. I've never seen anybody openly oh, wow. admit they have openly. anything. Mm-hmm. I've never had anybody openly admit they tell me that they have anything. We've, in eight years, I've never coming. seen that. Never They're seen anybody forthcoming with it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I saw a profile, was probably three days ago. And, the, you know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like they were hiding it. You know, they didn't start off with it, but, you know, they talked about themselves. And then they it. said, and, uh, you know, who, whoever we meet has to be okay with, uh, I don't know what, it was herpes of some sort. I, right. I, I'm not a medical guy. I, I've never had, knock on wood, an STD, so. Right. But it was just right there. It was very blatant. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, some people think that that might be a little, uh, a little too much information, but it's like, would you rather know up front or after the fact? Oh, yeah. It's not too much information. Just yeah. Most people don't have the, the balls to come out and admit that right off the bat. Forthcoming, yeah. especially in the and profile. Now they may after they meet you. You hope they do after they meet you, but you, you never know. You, yeah. know. you just don't know. That's what I always tell people. That's yeah. the one thing most people are concerned about when they get in the lifestyle. Diseases. Yeah. And I tell everybody, 
you can never be 100% sure. I don't care what they say. I don't care if they come to you with a, a STD test, STI test, right then and test show you. I just got tested last week. All right. I, you don't know what didn't show up on the test. You don't know what they did between then and now. You don't know. You can never be 100% sure. Right. And if you're in an enclosed relationship with your, just your partner, you can't be completely 100% sure that they're not going to go do something and not tell you about it. So you you become a monk or a nun and go to a monastery and there maybe you can be safe. Yeah. You, you make calculated risks. Yes. Yeah, whatever level of comfort you have. It's the same concept as a single person dating. Yep. Couples in the lifestyle are the same. Same if 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 any one of you are single guy, if you decide you want to go out and meet a girl, you don't know what she's got, you don't know where she's been, you don't know, you know, whatever. It's just one of those things that you're you're willing to get to that point, and you can trust what they say and hope hope it's right. Yeah, I agree. So. And now I'm reading. Hang on. <laughs> read faster. No, I suck. Why would I read faster? That'll stay on too, by the way. <laughs> oh, the uh, swinging commandments. Did you come up with that just for the book, or, or, or this like things you had in your head, anyways? You're like always kind of back of your head. No, I mean, I was I was just writing because, in fact, when I started writing it, I was just writing. Uh, I, I at first I was going to do as fiction because I was like, am I really going to put my name on this and, and all that? And but when I was writing the memoir stuff, I I get in my zone and I come out of it. and I realize I did. This, I'd start as the fictional character, but then I'd start going into I and me. And I went, well, if that's where I'm going, let's just see. But what would happen is I thought, well, I can't really have a whole book just on sex, so let's sort of break it up with the instructional. And I just said, well, okay, what are the rules? How, before you get into it, what do you need to know? And I just put it, like, in the commandments. So, yeah. But, yeah, the line, that's the biggest thing. Thou shalt not lie. Which, I mean, that goes to, uh, with STIs and, and all mm-hmm. of that. I really, uh, I don't agree with everything you wrote, but it's... Which is good. Like I said, I would definitely give that to newbies and not have a heartbeat telling them. I wouldn't tell them what I didn't agree with completely, because what I, what I didn't completely it. agree with isn't a big thing. It's just, you know... Little things, and it's like it's still a great read. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is, there's no one way to go about it. Yes, and so there, I, I think that there are some sort of agreed upon ground rules. Yes, um, and your commandments kind of touch on all this. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, something minor. It's like some people like the people they play with to not have any pubic hair whatsoever. Some people trim. Some people go all natural. I mean, there's no one way to go about it. I mean, I think that more than anything, it's sort of the, the, the standard is, is trimming at least, just yes. to be nice. But uh, you never know. So. Yeah, well, I see. Some people like chest hair. <laughs> yeah, I hate those people. I, you know, <laughs> I, it's so funny. I'll get, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get emailed, uh, and they'll, you know, and I'll, you know, someone's interested, and I look at their profile, and the they say, you know, clean chest or, or no body hair, and, I, and I'll email back. I said, D- I mean, did you not see? I mean... Yeah, you saw the pictures, right? I yeah, I'm not going to wax for you. The guy that... The, the chick that wanted to do a six-foot guy. Oh, that, okay. A uh, couple emailed us, and... Um, it's been... It's been, been like years good ago. four, four yeah. five years ago. But a couple emailed us, and um, we were talking a little bit, and I read their profile. It was fine. And then, uh, like a week later... They instant messaged us, and I was like, all right, so I was sitting on the computer, and I commenced to chatting with them a little bit, and while I was chatting, there's so many people that run through that I brought up the profile to reread it again, and all of a sudden, it said, no one under six foot, right? And I was like, okay, that wasn't number four. I would have picked up on that. 
Back then, I actually used to read, not like now. Um, <laughs> Hence, another story, another time. <laughs> but uh, I went, oh, well, I, I typed in there real quick. I was talking to a girl. I said, hey, you don't want any guy under six foot. She goes, yeah, I like to wear heels and I'm tall. So I said, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I'm 5'8, so that's not going to work. And she goes, well, six foot's not really a set rule. It's just, you know, a guy like, she goes, as long as you're at least 5'10. I went, that is awesome. Once again, 5'8, still not growing. <laughs> I'm like, and then she's like, well, you know, maybe like five, nine. I went, I was, at this point, I was like, going, okay, you're, okay, you're, you're a little done. stupid. Um, I've, got, I've got to go. Good luck with whatever you're looking for. Yes. I'm like, I've said five, eight, like three times now. Come on, pick up on this. That's it's just funny. It it's, just like, it's not going to change. It's not yeah, gonna, I'm not, I'm you not going. You can't change your height. You can change your chest hair. Yes. You can't change your height. I can't change right. my chest hair. Well, it's, it's, it's just like hell when it goes back. Also, similarly, if uh, you know, I'll get contacted by a couple or women, and you'll read in the profile, you know, they want uh, exceptionally hung, you know, like 10 inches or more. <laughs> and, and I'll say back, I'll say, hey, I haven't had any complaints, but I'm not that. And then they'll say, well, you know, maybe we can work. I'm like, okay. just so you know, I'm not, I'm not the one who's lying here. You're the one who just didn't read. <laughs> I, I prefer to lower expectations as low as possible. That way, if you're a midget, you can hop over that bar. Because yeah. I, I want to do go above the expectations. So under promise, over perform. Yes, I make sure they understand. I got two inches, <laughs> solid steel. We're Duh. good. <laughs> All right, now that delve a little deeper in your book here, just a little bit because I had some questions. Okay. Okay, so one of your chapters. So that happened. Yes. All right. You saw a profile that had been up for like four years. And it was a single girl, unicorn. Yes. Okay, unicorns get hit on constantly. You know, if they're actually active, constantly get new certs and everything. Girl hadn't had a new cert in four years. You still went out with her. What the fuck? <laughs> Here's why. Here's why. There are people who have profiles that don't like to put certs up. They, like, they think that that's maybe a little too private. But they'll put up one just so they let everybody know they're real. So... I was like, well, maybe that was the case. Maybe she got the one and then decided, I don't, I don't want it to come off like I'm sleeping with everybody out there. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I'll give it a shot. Um, as I say in the book, I, I should have taken precautions before I went out, meaning I, I should have uh, not been as horny so I could have thought with my brain and not my little head so that I would have noticed... Sort of red flags that she probably had a pretty overt drinking problem, and the fact that she had uh, sort of a tang when it came to body aroma. And if I was not as horny as I was, I would have just cut loose right then. But I thought, well, let's. I just kept going. Well, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay. And it was just not okay. So those unicorns. They get away with everything. I know. They really can't. It's just not fair. We have to do so much. Yeah, you single guys have to work so hard. So what? Okay, 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 so what we would have you call? Shower. <laughs> There's a concept, right? So what would you call? Okay, so a single girl is a unicorn. A single hot girl is a golden unicorn. What would you call a single male if given a? Yeah, what do they title? call you? Just single guys. That's what we if always given call them. a title yeah, of an animal, it has to be an animal. Well, here, well, this is sort of an animal. I've heard that, that there's a term starting, or maybe it's been around, but it's now catching on, called the unicock. Unicock? That's not catching on. No, nope, not going to catch on. That's what I've heard. But what yeah. else? I've heard of unicock, uh, rhino, 
There was another one someone told us about. Well, Jim and Jennifer go with bluefish. Bluefish. I don't know yeah. why, but they go with bluefish. I don't and know. And it's kind of funny, so. <laughs> but I, I, that's, I guess that would be my question is, you know, we, everybody knows what you call single females, so I, I want to know a universal term for. Single guys? Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not really. <laughs> uh, very persistent. <laughs> How would you put that in an Badgers? animal, though? Badgers. Would they be Badgers. the hyenas? No. They in well, the corner laughing? <laughs> what, what, what's an animal that that has, just has a herd, that's always in herds and just overwhelming population? Like lemmings? Oh, because there's really? so many of us. Yeah. And there are we're a just lot. so pervasive throughout it's, our and, you it's need it's the, few uh, and far between where you get a good one. That's yeah. what you need, like unicorn. Then you got golden unicorn. So you need the one, and then you need the uh, the actual good ones. So exceptional good ones. Somebody else needs to figure know. that out. Smart yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. they should email you. Yes, email all of us. Email you. Email you. You can you can tell me after they email you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Email all of us. <laughs> all right. Oh, um, another thing in your book. Uh, since uh, we've been called the Yoda, people's Yoda's couple, because we guide them. Not really sure why. Not yeah. really sure. Actually, I explained her who Yoda was. She didn't know. Okay. Okay, <laughs> in your book, there's something about a Star Wars fetish, and you said you didn't want to get into it. The Star Wars fetish. Okay. Can you get into it a little bit? Because what the hell's a Star Wars fetish? Um, so, it well, it started, this person had, I, I don't know, I'm not into BDSM, but it, like a rubber fetish. You know, like black, rubber, leather. Yeah, latex. All, yeah. yeah, latex. But then... And, and, you know, that was sort of in... Because this is at a, a, a club, which is the person's residence. And uh, that's sort of in the, the foyer. But as you start going into the playrooms, you start to see... I mean, there's like a Millennium Falcon hanging in one of the rooms. It was like... There was... It was painted like a starscape. And then there were like models from Star Wars around. And it was... It made me feel like I was in a kid's bedroom. And was I was really uneasy with that. I just... It felt a little too juvenile for me, and this was, you know, a middle-aged couple. Nothing, you know, nothing wrong going on. But I just thought it's kind of weird if you're gonna, you know, have a, a private club, and just, you know, you have uh, a room with just wall-to-wall mattress. Uh, you know, you have a pool, you have a hot tub, and you have a Star Wars room. It was just, it was just random. Okay, I'm not going to ask where it is or the name of it. No. <laughs> until after I turn off the recording, but. <laughs> Is it still open? You know, to my knowledge, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, after after we're done with this, you are going to tell me because <laughs> I kind of want to visit this place. Okay. He's just, have... just for the awe. Oh shit! <laughs> we're gonna have to send you with our gig friends, though. We can't just send you with me and you. Oh, all right. We'll take all, this. We're good, we're good, we're we'll good. all your geeky, nerdy friends. All right. Well, that's about all the questions I had. But I actually wanted you to uh, back to the commandments. Okay. Uh, would you mind reading uh, one of your commandments? Because I. It's my favorite. Sure. And so it's, do you want him just to no, read the ahead. title, or do you want? No, to I wanted to read that if you don't thing. mind reading that whole commandment. The little right paragraph. There. Yes. Okay. Commandment number three: Thou shalt embrace rejection. Often you just aren't compatible. Perhaps you're a voyeur, but the couple wants play. Maybe you're five seven, but wifey only considers men five ten or above. Women will back me on this. Those few extra inches do matter. To some, they're the deciding factor. No one doubts you're wholesome, educated, and display impeccable manners, but the unicorn wants a BBC bull, and that ain't you. Many times you won't even know why you were rejected. Just because someone doesn't succumb to your advances doesn't mean you aren't worthwhile or that you aren't lifestyle material. Rejection just means you aren't meant to play with that particular individual. 
but you are meant to play with someone else, and it's your responsibility to keep up the search without taking the rejection personally. It was, it was my favorite thing in your book. I love because I believe that wholeheartedly. Oh, thank you. You've got to get rejected. It's just, it's going to happen. Accept it. Move on. It's yes. not personal. Okay. Well, everybody, everybody doesn't want to fuck everybody, except for me. Everybody wants to fuck me. No. <laughs> yes. No. Well, and, I mean, that's like the, uh, when we're talking about misconceptions, yes. they think that we're just these sexual miscreants that are looking to shoot up anything with a pulse. Yes. And it's like, no. Well, some guys are. Some guys are. There's a few. Well, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's um, the one at the bar waiting for the drunk chick to fall off the bar stool, right? <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good, open-minded adults looking for like-minded adults to have more fun with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of single guys, they forget the adult part or people. You know, they see it as bodies instead of individuals. And that's where, that's, in my opinion, the first trip in that whole descent into bad single maildom. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're about done. Do you have anything else you want to say or anything else you want to comment out? Do you have any questions for us? I know that we're not that that popular or anything but <laughs> <laughs> that's not what, what I hear and I, I hear you're quite popular around this part did he just call you a slut he did alright no, awesome, awesome. No, yes I just oh, high five myself okay. we've embraced slut we, we, we've embraced it it's okay very good yeah I would just say you know if anyone's interested the, the book is out in hardback and ebooks you know swing land between the sheets of the secretive sometimes messy but always adventurous swinging lifestyle um, my website's theotherdanielstern.com, and uh, I'm a Twitter at otherdanstern. I'm getting into all the social media now. Well, I follow you. I still don't tweet. 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 But <laughs> well, whatever. I still don't do that. Well, okay. Daniel Stern is your real name. It is my real name. So, okay. One more question then. Has the book outage to your family and? Yeah, it was. Uh, so, okay. So here's the story with that. So. No relative knew anything about this. In fact, I, I was basically the last person on earth they thought would do something like this. So I, I wrote the book, and you know, people will say, well, how, you know, how to get sold and everything, because you know, it's out by Simon & Schuster. And I said, well, I did it like, like they say to do it. I wrote a query letter, sent it out. They say it normally takes, you know, you'll hear back in like three weeks or a few months, and maybe in a year you'll find somebody who might be interested. I had an agent in six days. Well, you hit it at a hot time. I swinging guess. Is, swinging, swinging is taking is off. Really is it really? Yes. In the news and everything else, it's, yes. it's taking off. So, yes. yeah, so that, and then we worked on it a little bit. He, um, he said, okay, now we're ready to go. And I said, well, how long does it take you to sell a book? I said, just for my own mental health, I need to know this. He said, well, some books sell in six days, some take six months. We're going to stick at it until we find it. So I said, okay, great. And I had a book deal in six days. So it just hit really quickly. And I, so at that point, I was like, yeah, oh shit, I can't tell anybody. <laughs> like that was the reaction. It's like the first time you actually have a really good, good. threesome. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, who do, who do oh. I call? Crap, can't call nobody. It's like a sex monster. Sex monster. You ever seen that movie? There's a movie with Margot Hemingway called Mariel Sex Monster. Mariel Hemingway. Heard of it. Mar- yeah, Mariel. Yeah. It's, an older, it's an older movie. Okay. But... I, every time I think of something that y- you want to tell somebody, like we go out and have a good weekend, but you can't tell your coworkers. Yeah. But you want to tell somebody. Well, yeah. this guy has a threesome, 
And then he comes downstairs. His wife and the girl still upstairs having at it. He comes and sits excited. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. And he grabs the phone. And he goes, oh, no, it hangs up. No, no, no. He grabs the phone. Oh, no, no, can't tell him. I got it. Oh, oh. Then he dials the phone. He waits a talking. second. And he goes, oh, I just had a threesome. She's still upstairs with the girl. Oh, my God. It's so freaking. No, no, no I, I don't, don't want a pizza. pizza. <laughs> I just needed to tell somebody. And yeah, <laughs> so... Yeah, when I think of swinging, I think of the old sex monster movie, but I think it's because you just, some, to some degree, you can't tell anybody. It's taboo still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, the, I guess Fifty Shades is coming out, but, I mean, that's a really watered-down version of that. It, it's mommy porn. Never bother reading it. Yeah, I, I, I read a page of it. But, I mean, I mean, if people like it, great. You know, it, I'm, I'm not bashing it. I just think that it's a very skewed version. I think it's a I'm excited version. to see the series. Is it a series or a movie? It's a movie. Series. But they're going to make it, a, one movie, sorry. Well, no, I think, I think they're two. doing two. Is I think it's, it's they're probably going to do okay. three. So I would like to see the movie, just because obviously I'm not a book reader. Yeah. <laughs> we figured that one out. Yes. I would probably watch at least the first movie. All right, now to get back on the other thing. Yes. All right, so, so yeah, which so one I, figured it out first? Well... Well, what, what I did was, because what happens is you sell the book, uh, well, once it's in, locked in the manuscript, it takes a year to actually hit the shelves, because they have all the design, and you have to do press and all this stuff. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to kind of trickle out the information. So at first it was, hey, I sold a book. And they, people say, whoa, 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 that's great, what's it about? Can't tell you yet. And so once the <laughs> listing got on Amazon, and that was probably about three, two or three months beforehand... I said, okay, well, it's out there now. So I just emailed the link to my parents and said, this is what it is. And uh, they were both supportive. Uh, my dad said I gave him basically the biggest shock of his life. Uh, when my mom read it, uh, her, she sent me like a congratulatory engraved pen uh, with a note that said, thank you for the interesting read. And I, honestly, I was like, I don't expect any relative to read this book. Because it's so personal, well, right? Well, parents kind of have to. Well, they got to start off at least. I'm pretty sure my dad hasn't, but my mom did. Yeah. Um, and so and when I told friends, I said, they said, you know, what's the book about? I said, oh, it's about the uh, swing lifestyle. Oh, so it's fiction. Uh, no. Oh, so, wait, what? <laughs> and it was, it, and the, you see their mental gears start to churn and like. Then they start asking questions. Am I in that book? Yeah, exactly. Am I not in that book? And Why funny, am I not in that book? All the names in there are pseudonyms. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the pseudonyms are actually all of my really good vanilla friends. So they would read <laughs> and, like, and one of them will go, oh, so I'm an 80-year-old woman. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, you are. That's, and you are that's hot. Awesome. That's awesome. Has there been any negative from uh, Feedback. being out? Honestly, I've only had one. Uh, it was from a friend from undergraduate who just said, well, I just, I just don't agree with that. And my thought was, well, I really never agree with anything you've done in your life, so I guess we're even. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was very... And, and then she emailed later saying, I'm sorry I said that. I, you know, I said, it's, it's, it's your opinion. That's totally fine. I'm not here to please you. Um, I was just, you know, including you in the, in the, in the knowledge. In the, hella, in the yeah. heads up. Exactly. They, well, that's the... Besides the uh, disease... That's the other big fear in the lifestyle. Is you're going to be out and you're, you're going to ruin yeah, your what life. What your and family or friends, your close family and friends will think of you. Well, and or your job. Well, the, and the, well, the, that's what I was going to say. Is the job? It's it is okay. Well, I think it would be better coming from me than them finding out otherwise. And so I, I sent. Uh, there's two owners in the company I work for, 
and uh, I sent them both an email with a link. Now, I wasn't apologetic for it. I just said, hey, just want to let you know this is coming out and all this stuff. And they were very supportive, and one even said, where's my copy? So that was, I was really fortunate with all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's out there. It's, it's weird because it's, I mean, you lead that double life, and it's stressful. And then once it's out there, I mean, there's, you can relax. I mean, it's not like I'm out there telling the entire world, hey, I this is my life. You're pretty much right there. We are. You're, you're not hiding it. But it's your but sex. It's kind of like your sex life. So you're not running around telling everybody, you know, I like this, I like There's that. Certain in bed. people that exactly. don't need to know about it. When it comes up, it comes up, and you inform people. Yeah. yeah. If you asked about it, you just be honest. And yeah. now you just send them the link, and that's that's, that's, that's what we do. I go on a date, and I, I say, hey, read this. <laughs> we actually have. She cards. falls asleep, and then you don't have the date no more. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have the cards that, like, um, an example, we gave one of the guys, the waiter. From BJ's, we gave him a card. It says, "Hey, I think you're sexy," just because he was fun and interesting and whatever. And then it has our website at the bottom, and he goes, "Is this a joke? Is this really for real?" <laughs> you know. And it's one of those things that we're not we're not going to tell you why, you know, because we want special treatment. We want you to treat us any different, you know. Yeah. We're telling you because we think you're a fun person and that you're going to be okay with this and you would get on the link and, and find it to be interesting and especially if a guy gets a, yes, kid receives a, a car, car they're just <gasps> over the moon and it was a gay guy at that he oh my be. gosh yes. you're breaking down barriers yes he exactly he did he did not know <laughs> not gonna happen but he wanted to be that's the important, part. That's the important part but you know the, the whole point of the card is to pay it forward it's a hi, I think you're sexy. He can give that card to a girl he meets. Uh-huh. Whether, uh, why would he give that to a girl? Well, I gay don't know. Guy. Why did we give it to a gay guy? Well, I'm just saying. See, I'm probably going to give it to another know, dude. It's, a, pers- it's a personality, not necessarily a If he meets Daniel, aspect. he'll be giving it to Daniel. Well, there, there, he probably will. There you, go. you know, the bear thing. Yeah. There's cub, the bear sorry. Thing. Cub. 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 He's yeah. the barrier cub. Got it. <laughs> All right, so, so we're about done. You have one more question you need I to do. ask. I do. I do. We have to ask this question every time. So, is Jay the sexiest motherfucker you've ever seen? I aspire to be the sexy J motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Thank you. That's it. That's it. Yes, we're all done. Uh, you can find Daniel at, um, um, he gave his sites on at, Dan- yeah, go back and listen to that again, because I forgot what his uh, Twitter was and everything, but, uh, the book is Swingland, go get it on, uh, yes, it's, it's really cute, it's got gummy bears on the front page, and the front cover, <laughs> but you can it's find, it's got humping gummy bears, humping gummy bears, it does got humping, that would be a sticky mess, oh, it would be, <laughs> <laughs> <You. laughs> okay. Yes. <clears throat> Alright. So go find that on Amazon, Swingland. Uh you can uh, find us on Twitter at Average Swingers. Well me on Twitter at Average Swingers. Okay. You can find us on Facebook. Angie. The letter N and J J Y. You can contact us. Email J 
just a letter, capital J, at AverageSwingers.com, or Angie, Angie, at AverageSwingers.com, which is the best way to actually get all of Angie if you want to talk to her. Or Facebook. Or send her f- plenty of free dick pictures, you know, no. whatever. No, yes, yes, no. lots of dick. She loves a good dick picture. No, she does. She no, does. No. In fact, if you ever want big me to talk, hairy ones. If you ever want me to talk to you, do not, do not, 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 not send me. She's lying. She wants a good dick picture. No penis pics, please. All right. Um, go to uh, AverageSwingers.com. Click on our Cassidy banner ad. Give Cassidy a shot. You get three months free. Um, that's the only one I'm going to do right now because I'm upset with the other one. Uh, <laughs> So, that's about it, baby. Um, caramel crisp. Oh, yes, shit. Oh, oh no, it's not it. Look, 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 Good job, you, baby. And you listen to lick this. It. Lick it. Lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it. And yes, I know, Jess is probably saying, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> yes, and I'm driving. So, I got to thank uh, Mr. Caramel Craze for intro music. Please thank Chris and Marie for all their technical work they do for us. And thank Juan. And uh, Chris is working overtime right now. We gotta thank Juan. He don't do shit. Thanks, Juan. All right, just for being pretty. Mhm. And sexy. <laughs> now that's it, right? Did I forget anything else. I forget anything else. You probably did, but it's okay. It's okay. No. Right. Remember. Life is short. Party naked. I love you.
What is true is that September 13th, 2014 at 7 o'clock swinger time in Austin, Texas, we'll be celebrating the birthdays of Mr. Foo of the Swap Foos and Angie of the Average Swingers, as well as several other birthdays that weekend, and we'd love for all of you to be there too. This will be an epic pub crawl in downtown Austin, Texas, starting on 6th Street at the Violet Crown Social Club. Later, we'll crawl to whatever comes next. Be sure and wear your black rings because Jay doesn't like getting slapped by the vanillas. For more information, listen to the Swap Foods and the Average Swingers. Why are you talking? Nope, now we're done. Okay. <laughs> of Life is short. Party naked. Y recuerda. Lava los manos.